Hello, ladies and gentlemen. How you doing? This is Uncle Earl, your host, Captain and DJ of the Underground Experience. I'm coming to you today with an extended stay in Las Vegas. I'm still here, but sending this broadcast to you. And it is a repeat broadcast because I'm doing, you know, Exceptional Women this month for Women's Month. And I played the show before, but you can never get enough of Miss Peggy Blue. She was the vocal coach from hell on American Idol. And you know what? We want to try to bring her back. So I'm playing this in hopes that someone will hear it. Or if you guys hear it, you will reach out to American Idol and just say, hey, we want the vocal coach from hell back. Okay? So I want you to sit back, enjoy this ride with Uncle Earl and Peggy Blue. Okay? Here we go. My name is Peggy Blue. This is the underground experience with Uncle Earl. the vocal coaches are also adding to the anxiety as they ask for nothing less than perfection especially the vocal coach from hell Die 
on stage in front of all those people. I'm going to be laying in my bed watching you just croak. But perhaps Peggy's most valuable lesson was her philosophy on teamwork. Bury a on stage. Tap right dance on her tongue. I think you don't know what you're doing. Make me a liar. Show me that you know. And I will eat crow happily. got hot up in here but rightfully so she might have named it because I have someone who can help me uplift and hold that name I have the vocal coach from hell on American Idol here with me Miss Peggy Blue and she started singing in church at the age of three with her mother Avis Blue recently she's been on American Idol as the vocal coach from hell as you know press from around the world called her the new Simon Cowell fans call for Peggy to get her own show she should be the new judge. The most exciting thing that's happened on Idol this year. She was also a Star Search Grand Champion female vocalist in 1996. And her first album, MCA, I Got Love, Dancing in the Streets, reached number 35 on Billboard Dance Charts. The title song was I Got Love, using the ABC movie off the Minnesota Strip. Mm. And then she had Capitol Records album, Blue Blower, charted high with critical raves from Billboard New York Post, New York Daily News, and USA Today. Uh, she had a third album, Living on Live, that was released in the UK, with eight reviews once again, number one on radio charts in five countries. She is a platinum selling artist. She's recorded with Quincy Jones. Uh, back on the block, Bob Dylan, Barbara Streisand, Tracy Chapman, Colin Minogue, Alice Cooper, Aaron Neville, David Foster, Brian Setzer, Irene Cara, The Crusaders, Smokey Robinson, The Stable Singers, Phyllis Hyman. I'm getting the vapors. I'm going to bring her in and let her hit you to what's going on because it is overwhelming me. 
How you doing, Miss Blue? Hello, Uncle Earl. How are you, darling? I'm doing wonderful. <laughs> Hi to all your fans. Hey, hey, Hello. hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we've known each other. You've known me since oh, I was a wee lad. That's right. And um, uh, there's not much you don't know about me, but there's a lot I don't. I know about you, but there's some things that people may not know that I'd love to touch on. That can we go back to the beginning? Yes, we can. Now, oh, you mean with Jesus too? Yeah, and you was three. <laughs> All the way back there. Yeah, y'all were hanging out. Oh, <laughs> Playground. Right. Yes. So you started singing at three. Yeah, I did. With your mom. Yeah, I did. Uh-huh. And and what was that like? Um. Well, if if you knew my mom, mm-hmm. you would know that it was kind of scary. Mm. Um, my mother would first of all it goes it starts with my grandfather my mother's mother mm-hmm. who taught me my first song okay he was a minister mm-hmm. and he wanted somebody always to sing before he preached uh, he and my grandmother okay they were pastors mm-hmm. and he would say to me you grandpa's going to teach you this song when the roll is called up yonder i couldn't say roll i'd say yo <laughs> when the yo is called the yonder i'll be there okay and my mom when once she taught me the lyrics my mom then took me and said okay here's the melody and if i got it wrong she would, my mother would always stand behind me <laughs> and she would take my shoulders and push them like this and she would hit like this that's wh- how I learned where my diaphragm mm-hmm. was by my mother punching me in it okay and, <laughs> and, this, and, and you kind of go <laughs> yes. that's it right that's now the way use it. That. right mm-hmm. and she'd stand up and and if you messed up she would stop you no matter where you were in mm-hmm. the song and no matter how many people were in front of you she would make you stop and start again Whoa. and do it right Mm. But, Mommy, I sang it all the way down until the second chorus. It doesn't matter. Back it up and Mm. go again. Mm. And this time, sing it correctly from top to bottom. It was a miracle that I survived her. Mm. But (laughs) But I did. You did. And she taught me, along with many choirs and many other singers, and I love her for it. Mm. Because she taught me the integrity Mm -hmm. of the song. Mm -hmm. And of the craft. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, that is that the is craft. the craft. The, you have to learn the integrity. Mm-hmm. That's like for your life. Yes. You know, you you RuPaul says sing for your life. Yes. You have to sing for your life. Mm-hmm. It's a picture she taught me. A song is a picture, mm-hmm. and you have to paint it. Mm-hmm. She used to say a lot of things to me. Honey. Uh, no, that's right. <laughs> now, do you have any siblings or? I don't. You don't. No, I don't. You're an only child. No, I no, I wasn't you an wasn't. only child. Uh. I I had a one brother, mm-hmm. half brother, and uh, but we didn't really grow up together. He was older than me. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew him, but we didn't kind of grow up together. But now he's for many many years mm-hmm. been de- over okay. thirty years been deceased. Okay, and um, now where do you actually hail from? I was born in Lumberton, North Carolina, mm-hmm. East Coast, but I grew up, and I was there until I was 14, mm-hmm. and then I grew up the rest of the time in New York, mm-hmm. and New I've York. been in Los Angeles for about 26 years. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. and, and like I was going back in time, we first met through my mother. Yes, Sandra Reeves Phillips. Yes. Children, if you guys don't know Sandra, <laughs> the great, the omnipotent, the talented, this woman, your mother, can outsing anybody, <laughs> anytime. She can outsing the average person when she's asleep. <laughs> and hoarse and tired. And that's the truth. 
She's an awesome lady, and I yeah, love her. Yeah, she's been wonderful, inspirational to me, you know, growing up as a young man. And she was a single mom, you know, so she yeah. had, to, had a lot to take care of my I sister know. and I, you know. I know. She did a great job. And, and you I, look so much like her, and your mama's gorgeous, you know. Oh, she's gorgeous. She, she looks. Look, I did a double take when you walked through the door. Because, mm. see, I know you from a little boy. Yes, you do. I watched your mother grow you and your sister. Oh, yeah. And she's still is, growing us, trust me. You never stop. Yeah. Because she will, no matter what you do, your mother, my mother says to me, my mother's 94 years old, mm-hmm. and she says to me now, I am just as old over you today. As I was the mm. day I had you. Mm. Cause she, and she's right. That's right. And I say it to my kid. Mm. But, you know, we always think we run it, even when we don't. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, um, this is just a little taste, because um, I think I'm running it, but there's some things that need to be run in order for this to run. So we'll be right back with more from Miss Peggy Blue and Uncle Earl right after this. <laughs> Welcome, please, for Peggy Blue. It's hard to do when you when you really love someone. here on the Underground Experience with me, your host, Captain and DJ, Uncle Earl, in sunny Los Angeles. I'm here with Miss Peggy Blue, and we've been just catching up, basically, and laying it down, a nice little foundation. And uh, we were discussing her early years, and um, I was interested to know what was the pivotal moment that made you leave North Carolina? 
on your journey? Um, it started, and you know, my pivots go for a minute. <laughs> it started when I was little, and I used to listen on the radio on Sunday nights mm -hmm. to Ernie and Randy's Record Mart. Those of you from the East Coast, especially down in Memphis and Nashville and all of that, those places, mm -hmm. they'll know it's blues. Mm -hmm. And I grew up with preachers and missionaries and deacons, saints, and friends. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you know, in order for me to hear blues, I used to have to hide. Mm -hmm. And I heard, <laughs> <laughs> I used to hear, Mama, he treats your daughter mean, okay, uh -huh. on the radio, mm -hmm. uh, Ruth Brown. Mm -hmm. And I was supposed to be asleep, but my <laughs> mother would hear the bed because I'd be in there rocking the radio <laughs> under my pillow. And she'd say, turn that off and go, turn the reels off and go to sleep. Well, I'm growing and I'm growing, and yeah. this is like nine years old. By the time I was maybe 12 or 13, uh -huh. I pretty much covered most of North Carolina, mm. the, that state, singing mm -hmm. for this preacher in that tent meeting and mm -hmm. this choir and mm -hmm. whatever that was. And I, but I always had in my head, I want to go to New York, and this is what I want to do for a living. Mm. I know I want to be a singer because I know that I have a message. Mm -hmm. To that point, I was doing gospel. Okay. And I used to watch when, when I would sing to people that they would say to me, you touched me. And, and that meant that I made them feel good. Mm -hmm. So that meant that I was a healer in song. That's what you want. Yes. Okay. It's a ministry. I, it's a ministry. And I knew this. Mm -hmm. Well, one day... After I had quit my mother's church, because they didn't have the, uh, 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 that uh, 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 uh they didn't there. have that, <laughs> but the Church of God in Christ down the street had that, <laughs> including the band. Okay. So I left Mount Sinai, uh -huh. went to Mount Zion Church of God in Christ, uh -huh. met Bishop James Moore, who brought in, now I'm about 12 or 13, mm -hmm. he brought in the Nat Lewis Singers from mm. New York to run a week's revival. Mm. Honey? Those children sang and sang and sang, and the heavens opened, and I was like, oh, my God, how can I get to do this? How can I do this? <laughs> Nat Lewis said to me, when you grow up, if you ever come to New York, after you'd heard me sing, mm -hmm. he said, you've got a job in wow. my group. That never left my head. Okay. Now, my uncle from New York, from Brooklyn, New York, mm -hmm. was the pastor of Rose of Sharon, Church of God in Christ. Mm -hmm. He was having a convention. I am now 14. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he says to my mother, I'm doing like I want to get out of Lumberton because I've exhausted yes, it. Yes, yes. I got a job. If you come here and sing in my choir, I will get you a tutor because this choir traveled. Yes. I'll get you a tutor. And they call them nannies now, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. it was chaperones. Okay. One of those women <laughs> with a belt. Exactly. That said, go to bed. Right. After you do your homework, mm -hmm. I don't they care how long you say. the rod. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or a twig. <laughs> That's it. Three switches, platinum, and hey, we'll be behind. Right. And so I left on a bus to meet my Uncle Walter in Richmond, Virginia, mm -hmm. to sing at his convention at 14. Mm -hmm. And once I got to New York, my first phone call was to Nathaniel Lewis. Mm. And I said, I'm here. He <laughs> said, we're about to go to Vegas to work at the Nevada Club. And we're going to be there with the Clara Ward singers. A lot of people don't even know who that Ooh. is. Yes. He said, and I want you to go. Oh, my my uncle says, but you're too young. It's a nightclub. Uh -huh. 
Joe Scandori and Mel Shane at that point said, we'll get you working papers and we'll be responsible. We'll send the tutor with you. We'll send the, the chaperone. The, and that's, I, I that's you know, we're supposed to be The launch pad. I did it. Amazing. And I've been running ever since. Amazing. That group to this group to that stage to that stage. That's what made me leave, though, was my uncle's choir. Wow. Yeah. Now, now, did you, how was that meeting the Clara Wood singers? Yeah! How was that? Baby, it was like nothing you've ever seen. And they, I, I think they're the first group, gospel group especially, that I had ever seen who had actual costumes. And actual movement. They were totally theatrical. Totally theater. Mm -hmm. All the way live theater. And I knew that's what I wanted. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like you can represent Christ without being in a shroud. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If that's, I hope that's not a bad word. Mm -hmm. But you know, that just, you know, a smutter. (laughs) You don't have to be... (laughs) Right. You know, you can give, you put your best on Mm -hmm. when you're going to go because... Because the God I know is about the best. Yes, yes, yes. So you get all done up and you're very best, you're very yes. finest. Mm-hmm. And you walk on stage and you give praise. Mm. You know. Now, and wow. I love that about them. Great. great. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and movements and throwing oh, arms yes. and robes and just twirling around. And the, and the sleeves. And I pattern my sleeves after them. I've never let that go. Mm. Mm-hmm. The sleeve can be tight here, but it must touch the floor. Mahalia like must move. Loved her. Loved yeah. her. Did you ever meet her? I never, never did, but her. I loved her. Who are some of the other people that you've met on this journey? Oh like my God! Through the uh, gospel circuit, I mean. Through first. the gospel circuit, yeah. the Davis sisters, mm-hmm. the Clara Ward singers, the Drexel singers, the the Drexel singers were <clears throat> actually um, Dion Warwick's mom. Mm. That was her group. Okay. And I used to be their piano player. You? I played for them. Yeah, I played for And uh, I used to be the organist, church organist, Ham, big old Hammond B3. Oh, right. Honey, now, I ain't nothing that like with back then. Oh, yeah, with oh, the feet. You were doing your little dance. With the feet, absolutely, absolutely. Ooh. James Cleveland. Yes. Um, the Her- and, and James Herndon. Um, uh, Shirley Caesar and mm. the, 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 well, all Dr. Love Coates and the Harmony. All the all way back, Lee the Williams way. and the... Uh, you know, and the and the harmonettes and so uh, rich. and uh, so just rich. everybody, just everybody. Here's why: because I became a permanent member of the Gospel Starlets. Mm. The Gospel Starlets were from Brooklyn, New York, and they were. Although we were a local group, we were one of the only local groups who could. Uh, our manager, Mrs. Faison, could actually pick up the phone. Mm and call James Cleveland and say, the Gospel Starlets are having their fifth anniversary mm-hmm. in whatever month, and we would like you to come. Mm-hmm. And he'd come. Mm-hmm. And so you got to stand beside them. You got the, the Raymond Raspberry singers. This is how I met Carl Hall at one of our anniversaries because mm-hmm. he was sing- the lead singer for the Raspberry Singers. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. And that's who broke me into the secular side mm-hmm. of the business. Wow. Took me right out of the gospel and said, "You're coming over here to the studio with me." All right. Ooh. And between him and George Faison, honey, yes. woo, lashing. Uncle George. <laughs> oh, you on know. that note, we're gonna take a little break. <laughs> we'll come on back. <laughs> we're having fun here, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Pardon me, but um, it's it's gonna get better. This is only the beginning, so come on back. You don't wanna miss a thing. All right. See you in a bit.
what's up? This is Norm Adams, and you're listening to the Ultimate Underground Experience with Uncle Earl on KLED Live. Artist extraordinaire, vocal coach from hell, gospel diva. She's anointed. She's blessed. She's inspirational. I mean, she's wonderful. She's glowing here in the studio today. She looks fabulous. I'm glowing because I'm with you. Oh, shucks. <laughs> Flattery will get you everywhere. <laughs> now, right before the last break, we had introduced theater in your life, um, starting with George Faison, who yes. I know very well. And um, I just want to read off a few of these credits here because they're amazing. You, I know there's stuff before and in between, but you starred in the German production of Michael Jackson's musical, Sisterella. Sisterella, yes. And Wild Women Blues with our mother of all times, Ms. Linda Hopkins. Yes. And uh, Michael actually produced your single, single, I Got the Money. I Got the Money. It's amazing. Came by happiness. They say you've been shopping at the wrong place. Yes, yes. And you also co-starred in Mama, I Want to Sing. Yes. Wonderful. I mean, you've done The Wiz. Yeah. Auntie Yum and Glenda. I did the Broadway and the National. Now, can, can now coming from the gospel and secular side of music, how was that transition getting into theater for you? It was... That was frightening mm. a, a little bit. But it was only frightening because some of the saints try to scare you. And one woman said, God's going to take your voice because you are not singing gospel anymore. You are now singing for the devil. And I said, I'm not singing for the devil. I'm putting my talent and my abilities on a stage so that I can bring somebody Mm-hmm. And you guys at the churches forget that Jesus Christ went into the, he said, go into the hedges and highways mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and preach my gospel. Right. And I always just prayed, Lord, even if I'm screaming, baby, let him hear your name. Yes. Mm-hmm. So when I got to theater, I just, whatever the role was that I needed to play, mm-hmm. I just thought, let the real inside of me and whatever the real truth of me is, let it shine. Mm-hmm. So that somebody can say, oh, I know who, what that is. Mm-hmm. So in The Wiz, I was playing Auntie M. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is a mother. And so when, you t- when a mother talks to her child, mm-hmm. even though you're scolding, you're scolding with love. Mm-hmm. And you tell her, Dorothy, get in here. Mm-hmm. But she can feel, okay, mommy, mm-hmm. I'm going to listen. 
Mm-hmm. When Daya in Sisterella was angry and she was yelling mm-hmm. at Ella, she was supposed to not like Ella, but my character was, listen, you are not really my, you are my stepdaughter, mm-hmm. but that doesn't matter because I raised you like my daughter, mm-hmm. so I'm going to still chastise you, but I'm going to do it in love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's the same. It's the mm-hmm. as long as you can balance it all mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Theater is just like life because mm-hmm. it's present. Yes, yes, and, and and you must bring lightness to the dark. You can't bring darkness to the light. No, that is absolutely it. So that's it's what you're present. doing. So I'm. I, it was scary for a moment, mm-hmm. and then I realized, oh, I know what this is. <laughs> Came fun. <laughs> <laughs> so what was? I know you've done so many things, but do you have a major, major highlight? out of theater what was one moment that was very inspirational uplifting or like a light bulb went off like an epiphany moment in theater oh my god I know you've had many yes I have (laughs) but um, I have to say I have to go and start with The Wiz Mm. when when in the role I played Glinda Mm -hmm. the song that Charlie Smalls wrote Believe if you believe when you know, coming from where I came from, you're afraid that, okay, I'm a little North Carolina girl. Who doesn't know? I, I don't really know what the city does. I don't know if I'm good enough, but I believe that I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I can do this. The song wrote, he wrote, said, if you believe within your heart, you'll know. Mm-hmm. Then no one, and there's the key word, no one can change the path that you must go. And every night that I would sing that song, it was my lesson to me. Peggy, believe it, because if, and see it, because if you can see it, you can be it. That was a real light bulb moment. Every night I walked on that stage. To sing that song, sitting up in those quadrant hands. Yes, yes. Those men were holding yes. men's. <laughs> men, not men, not men's. 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 <laughs> Six of them. Wow. And I could rock in their arms and know that it was going to be, if you believe. Mm. And I, that man wrote that song for me. Mm. He wrote that for me. Okay. Wow. Wow. Ooh. And, um, you know, even with the theater, you, you segued into working with, like, Stevie Wonder, Luther Vandross, Bob Dylan, George Michael, Smokey Robinson, Stephanie Mills, and so many other people. How'd you fit it all in? <laughs> Were there two of you running around? I, well, I'm a Gemini. <laughs> okay. So you had the... <laughs> there's a bunch of me. Okay, there's a bunch of you. <laughs> I wake up my husband someday and go, how y'all doing today? Oh. <laughs> Everybody oh, all yeah. right? <laughs> That is amazing, though. My life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. But yes, it was, um, you know, in life, you just go, you, you, I never had a plan, plan, plan. Mm. Somebody said, oh, are you going to be rich when you grow up? And I said, what I am is a working artist. Mm. If, so I never really set out to be rich because I knew I already was mm-hmm. and I had the, yeah baby yeah mm-hmm. I and love faith. of my family I have the God in me I have friends mm-hmm. I'm rich mm-hmm. I have a gift 
I know how to share it. I'm alive. I'm well. I'm healthy. I'm happy most days. Who could be what? What gets better than that? Right, right. So yeah, I was able to fit it all in because it all I went in. from this to that, and it's all just work mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. And it's here's how you really fit it in. When you're as blessed as we are, that our job is something that makes us so happy, then you don't clock walk. That's the key. And you don't go, oh, God, I got to go. And do this. <laughs> okay. Oh, I gotta go. <laughs> you go, oh, I got to go and do this tomorrow. Yes. Yes. Nice. Yes. Get it in. Please. Please. <laughs> right. Make room. Right. <laughs> but I want, I want to tap on one, one particular uh, moment in time, and that was Sweetwater's. Mmm. Yeah. That was like a treasure chest yes, of talent and people and spirits. Yes, yes. I mean, from Mr. Skip. Ty Stevens, My Allison name. Williams. Yes. I mean, it was yes. Valerie Pettiford. I mean, it, it was just, Morgan. yeah, rich. Rich, rich, rich. It was a family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I made... Good friends there. I worked there for many years. Mm. You know, Jackie Harry used mm. to work out of there too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Before she, yes. W. Elliot English, mm-hmm. all of those divas. Honey. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one of the best times in my life. And some people would go, "Well, you were you were in a nightclub mm-hmm. every night, honey, because that's where it was." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. That's where it all was happening. That's where God led you at that moment. That's where you had to go mm-hmm. if you wanted to do what we had to do. Mm-hmm. And what we had to do and still have to do is give music. We had to share it. Mm-hmm. And Larry Gallagher would call in everybody, honey. And bring, even Mama Linda Hopkins. Yes. She would come and tear the walls out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I yes. miss those days. I, I miss those days. I mean, you know, they attempt to do it, but it's it's not the same. There's there's something the missing because not everybody's about the dollar. But I saw your mother once at the Village Gate because mm-hmm. we used to do that too. Mm-hmm. Your mother walked across the stage at the <laughs> Village Gate, and I thought I was going to have to knock my husband out <laughs> because see, I've I've told you guys, your mother's beautiful, and you those of you who know Sandra, you know Sandra Reeves Phillips. You know that is a gorgeous diva, <laughs> and she walked across that stage because this was all during her time. Yes, all of us were right there together yes. raising. Our children yes. putting food on our table mm. with our talent and right. with our gifts, and we're lucky. Mm. And that diva walked across <laughs> the stage, honey, in a black dress with a hat that had a red feather in it. <laughs> <laughs> My husband went, and at the same time, I said to God, she's gorgeous. <laughs> that was all during that mm. that time. That fed us more than literal food. Mm. It fed our souls, mm. it fed our spirit, it fed our Smiles. Mm. It was great. Okay. It was a great time. Mm. Great time. Well, I want to leave y'all with that to suck on that bone for a minute. <laughs> How about that? And then we're going to come back and we're going to move on into the present. But ladies and gentlemen, go up, stamp, stretch your legs, get some beverage to wet your palate, and come on back from some more with Miss Peggy Blue and Uncle Earl. See ya. <laughs>
This is Mixie with Uncle Earl, and you're listening to the Underground Experience. Zibbidi-bop-bop-bow! Rehearsals were tough, especially for Lauren. I had lost my voice a little, you know, but I, and I was out of my element very much, so... So this not gonna work. Okay, who are you supposed to be looking at? Why are we still working on this stupid one part? Because of me. What you don't do is listen. Do not, not sing it. Now sing it again. Sing it again. Will you still love me? Girl? Hello? There's no crying in music. What's that tears? No, I don't. These aren't just tears of me needing to focus and get myself together. Okay, are you on Ritalin? Oh, I'm not on Ritalin. Okay, then focus. Wake up and smell the coffee. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this marvelous show with Uncle Earl, who you all know. You see, I know him as my baby Lacey. <laughs> um, but he wanted me to just talk to you a minute and give you some, I guess, some little tidbits and I want to use a word, a sentence that he said. A lot of people, a lot of young people uh, today think that they can. In order to have a career in the music business, I think the business has fooled you into thinking that you can just, as he said, add water and stir. But that is not the way it's done, kids. You also have to bake that bad boy. You can stir it and pour it, but it'll be runny. And if you came up the way I came up, they taught us, my vocal coaches and my dance teachers and my acting teachers, um, the George Faisons and the Kamals and, um, the, and the Kenny Ortegas and many, many others taught me, in order to sing a song, this is coming out of the words of Carl Hall, if you want to sing a song and you want to make somebody listen, then don't you start screaming at them. There's a word called a beginning. There's another word called the middle. And there's the back end word called the end. And if you have not painted a picture by the time you get to the end, we're not going to know what you're talking about. We ain't going to know what your story is. We ain't going to know why you sang it. You don't do a riff or a run unless there's a reason. That's called a pressure point. Find the pressure point in the song, kids. Please, my mother taught me, when we're singing or speaking, especially my people, we have a tongue 
we have teeth, and we have lips. And it takes all three of those entities to form a word. Use them, and use them wisely. And let the church say amen. <laughs> amen. <laughs> Woo, thank you so much they, and they that. And they mm. need to, you know, and I, I just want to add, please, if I may, mm. learn your craft by going back and bringing it forward. Mm. You can't know where you're going unless you know where you came from. So when a singer or somebody who is an aspiring singer turns to me and say to me, I don't know who the Beatles are, and you want to be a singer? I don't know who Sam Cooke was, and you want to be a singer? Learn your craft. And, go, and it starts way back there. Go all the way back to Ma Rainey. Mm. Education the is the key. Education. You have to know a little bit about everything. Mm -hmm. Even if you want to be a rapper. Mm -hmm. You want to be a rapper? Go back to Curtis Blow. Mm -hmm. Let's back it all the way up to there. Let's go back to the beat poets. Let's go back to... Thank Jack you. Jack Kerouac. Thank you. Uh, uh, Gil Scott Heron. Gil Scott Heron. They're the original Let's go all the rappers. way back there. Yeah. And then you know what not to do. Mm -hmm. And to do. <laughs> now that brings us to the present. Miss Vocal Coach Mel. Oh Lord! <laughs> <laughs> now let me let me just ask you a question. When that was first pinned on you, did you accept it graciously? I mean, honestly, was it? I did. You did. Yeah. Yeah. Because his, I'll tell you what. When I when I heard that, <laughs> I got so tickled. <laughs> it tickled me because <clears throat> I when I heard it, I said, "What do you mean by that?" That was from Nigel Lithgow. Uh huh. What do you mean by that? And that just meant she don't take no mess. Mm -hmm. And it meant if you don't do the work, there's hell to pay. <laughs> 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 That's all it meant. But it means that, I, like I said before, I will put my hand around your throat and mm -hmm. squeeze, but in love. Mm -hmm. Okay? That just means I grab your bring and say, what is that you think you're singing? Because you ain't sung yet. Right. You're just making noise. You're just making noise. Just making noise. And cut that noise out. I hate noise. No, but it must be amazing to have such a great opportunity to work daily and weekly with an amazing group of people. I mean, I know Randy Jackson. I worked with him on Mariah Carey's tour. I went on the tour with him. He was great. Amazing. Amazing. Wonderful. He is amazing. Yeah, and and I mean, now you have you have you have new guests. I mean, new guest hosts on the show. New, well, um, because yeah. Simon left. Simon left, but there's now there's new, there's new, but there's, we call him Yummy Steven Tyler. Yeah, <laughs> yummy. Yummy. He's yummy, uh, and he's yummy because, and that's not a, a sexy mm. sexual thing. He's yummy because he's a real rock star. He's the real deal. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay? Yeah, don't get no better than that. that. Let me tell you something. That man can lives, walk out eats on stage and, and bury most in whatever genre. Mm. He come in and you know that there's fire behind what he's doing. Because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he knows. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He's not a newcomer. Mm -hmm. And then there's J-Lo. Mm -hmm. you know, so. Yeah. <laughs> I see you like that. Yes, love it. <laughs> so yes, it's a it's a good mix. Yes, yes, it's a good mix, and yes. I'm blessed to be a part of that, or to have been a part of that. I don't know if I'm going to go back 
you know, if I'll be there season 12 or mm. not. I, I mean, that's up 13. to the Lord. I hope so. That's up to God mm-hmm. and Nigel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and whoever, okay. and Ken, I should say. Mm-hmm, Nigel mm-hmm. and Ken. And, and I must mention one other person who has made an impact on my life, Mr. Ray Chu. That's my Ray Chu, my boo. He is an amazing person. And Janelle. They're awesome. I work with them on the Singing Bee as a music librarian. They hired me. I love it. I and it was a moment that it changed my life forever, and it led me to what I'm doing right now. When uh, Michael yeah. Orlin, we were season 11, and you were in Vegas, mm. and Michael came to my room one day, and this was the day that he had to make the call to Ray. Mm. And he didn't know Ray. Mm-hmm. And he didn't know that I knew Ray. Mm. I know Ray for many, many up to boop boop years, mm-hmm. okay, from back east. Yes. He said, oh, Michael, oh, i got to make this phone call. We've got this new and blah, 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 blah. And I said, who? <laughs> Some guy named Ray <laughs> from New York. I said, would his last name be Chu? And he, Michael said, yeah. How did you know? I said, listen, here's what you do. You make the phone call and you tell Ray that his Peggy Boo, Peggy Blue Boo, because he calls me Peggy Blue My Boo. <laughs> And I call him Ray Chu, my boo. Mm-hmm. I said, so you tell him Peggy Blue is boo. <laughs> said, give you the time of day. <laughs> he said, what? I said, tell him that. Just tell him Tell that. him, I said, give you the time of day. And he's the nicest, one of the sweetest yes. men yes. you will ever t- Well, when he made the phone call, he and Ray clicked. And he came back to my room and said, you were so right. He's a nice guy. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> he's a Amazing nice guy. guy. He's Amazing. And he's awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome man. Mm-hmm. Yes. Just in just in life, not even the work. I mean, he was just ingratiating in just being around. That's I mean, and I he respects awesome people. Man. And that he would ask me my opinion. I was like, yeah. Yeah, what? <laughs> you don't need my opinion. You you the man. Yeah, you know, but he, he was very open. He's like, well, they said, what do you think about such and such and such? And really want you to answer. If you didn't, that's when he didn't. You know, but he, mm-hmm. he if he asked for it, he wants you to give it. Great, great. When uh, yeah. we were in Vegas this, this past season, mm. <clears throat> one day I had all, I had all these men, <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, that's all. We have to take a little break right now, but come back for the wrap up with Miss Peggy Blue. Come, explore your spirit. Therein lies your freedom. Hello, actors. Mariska Phillips brings her unique brand of acting coaching to Hollywood. You get 210% commitment, scene breakdown and analysis, character development and exploration. She digs deep into your spirit to bring your characters to life. The Mariska Phillips Theatrical Preparatory. For more information, visit www.marishkasphillips.com. Experience that.
sad they were. You know, I can't tell. I'm a woman. I can't tell you how to be a man. And I can't tell you. I mean, I can stand like this and say, <laughs> stand like this and put your arm. But I'm still a woman. Yes. And I said, I know what I'm going to do. So I called Ray. <laughs> and I said, you got to come over here to my room and show these men how to be men and yell at them. Like in the man's voice. Yes. Yeah. No matter how much I said to them, get it right. Mm -hmm, they were mm -hmm. like, well, you're still a woman and we're bigger than you. Mm, <laughs> so, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. honey, Ray walked in my room and said, all right, I'm not going to say but a few words and you better do it. I wish the cameras had gotten that mm. that day. He said, move like this and do this and stop. He said, stop switching your arms. <laughs> Because men do this. Right. When he walked out of that room, they did it. And I said, so, it took a real man to come in here and show you how to be real men. Mm, mm -hmm, he mm -hmm. heard me and he turned around and cracked up on his way out the door. <laughs> That's amazing. So That's amazing. funny and wonderful. And I must also highlight your partner for life. Ted. Yes, Mr. Ted Perlman, who is an amazing artist, musician, producer, writer. Yeah, he is. Man. Great yeah. man. Yes. Yes. He's my friend. Mm-hmm. He's my husband. Mm -hmm. he, I know he's my soulmate. Mm. I know he told me God sent us together to teach me a lesson. <laughs> oh, okay. I can't tell you why. All right, then. <laughs> because it would, it would cause many problems. Okay. If okay. I said why. All right. But he said, God sent me to you to teach you a lesson. Mm. Um, I can't imagine that this coming June 29th. Mm -hmm. In a few days, we'll be 38 years we've been married. Nice. Okay? I can't imagine. I, and, and, you know, marriage is, a, it encompasses many things. Mm -hmm. It's a friendship. It's a love relationship. It's a brotherhood. It's a chastisement. Mm -hmm. It's a spiritual thing. Mm -hmm. It's a thing thing. <laughs> and when you work together and you live together, it can be a real test. And love together. And love together. Mm -hmm. But you're not in love every day. Mm -hmm. Someday, well, I won't say that. You you are in love every day. Some days you don't like each other. And that's And okay. those are the hard days. Mm -hmm. Because when you don't like each other and you stop talking for even an hour, mm -hmm. you've lost your best friend. And that is the loneliest feeling mm -hmm. in the world. So I will say to the married couples who work together, who love together, who live together, who do whatever it is you do together, stay friends and never go to bed not speaking. Now, we've never done that. Okay. We always make up before, you know, mm -hmm. even when you don't, lights to, like, you don't, don't know if that light's coming back on again. Absolutely. You have yeah. to. You have to water it like the plants in your garden. Mm -hmm. And weed it. Well, you better. <laughs> and hoe it. Honey, there's a hoe. There's a hoe, there's the, a way. The, the, it, hello. <laughs> that's going to come around, and I'm telling you, I've had to back up many. I'm not afraid to do that. Okay. Those of you who know me, know I'll back you up. <laughs> With a hoe in my hands. Get back. <laughs> oh, yes, honey. I'll go to war wow. for what's mine. And that's right. true, mine. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take one more break, and then we're going to come back for a wrap-up with Miss Faye Blue right after this, okay? <laughs> Y'all coming back for the last <laughs> little tidbit. Here we go. Woo! <laughs>
Hi, this is Leo DJ Angel, and you are listening to the Underground Experience of Uncle Earl. Welcome back to Uncle Earl's Hot Box. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Playground. How y'all doing? I'm just having. You like Hot Box? <laughs> well, we're having a good time here today, and um, wow, it's been incredible hanging out with Miss Peggy Blue, artist extraordinaire, for this past hour. I thank you so much. You know, and life is good. God is good. I mean, we've been around each other for so many times. And we just thought of something recently. We did this photo shoot yes. for yeah. Black Stars of Broadway. Broadway. Mm-hmm. It was the most amazing yeah. thing I saw. The African American Museum. Yes, you. baby. I saw people that I hadn't seen in eons. Mm-hmm. Everybody looked good. It was a glorious day. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go home. <laughs> I, I didn't want to leave home. <laughs> I know, I know. And that's when I first mentioned you about coming and doing the show. And here we are. Yes, you did. Here we are. Here we is. We be here. Here we is. Yes. Honey, yes. We- so I, how, I want to tell everyone how they can find you if they need to. Okay. How they can reach out or, well, you know. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna rattle all this stuff off. <laughs> okay. My email, of course, is Peggy. And don't forget, y'all, it's Peggy with an I, P E G G I, and blue, no E, B L U. Okay. So Peggy at PeggyBlue.com is the email. Mm-hmm. Just plain PeggyBlue.com is the website. Mm-hmm. You can hit me up on Facebook, Peggy Blue. Dot, well, Facebook.com slash. You know, Peggy Blue. Mm -hmm. Twitter, same stuff. Twitter.com slash my name. And MySpace, too. Um, You can find me Mm -hmm. if you need to. And if you can't find me, ask Uncle Earl. Okay. He knows where to reach me. (laughs) I know. I got you. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Well, this has been such an honor and a blessing for you to come on up in here in the Underground Experience. I've had the most fantastic day may i just please do a plug sure. for my record oh, please, i please. i am so blessed to be asked for a few years now to co-write some songs and be a part of a cd with a group out of europe called mm. cool million mm. uh, cool million is they are the music is like 80s when the music was real music mm-hmm, you know what mm-hmm. r&b as we know it mm-hmm. and this year i have two songs that i co-wrote with them and the album drops on the 2nd of july may i hello Ella. that's today <laughs> Yes, today. Today. That's right. <laughs> so go to Amazon, go and find it. It's called Cool Million One One One, and and let us know what you think about. It. That's right. It, I forgot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know time is flying. Time tick 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 tick. Bang 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 goes Charlie. Oh my God. Tick 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 goes your clock. <laughs> yes, baby. Yes. Well, well, I bless you. Continued blessings, success, health. All that goodness that you deserve. Thank you. I'm so honored to have been here. And I send light and love and happiness to all the audience everywhere. Thank you. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen. There you have it. Uh, If you want more, reach out and touch. This is Uncle Earl here on Underground Spirits. Come back. There'll be more. I don't know what yet, but there'll be something. There's always something. I like to surprise you. (laughs) All right. (laughs) We love you. Be blessed. Love our environment. Love each other. We only have one of each. Take care of it. Okay. Ciao.
Today is one of the most happy days of my life because the new CD that I'm on, Cool Million 111, drops. Today is July 2nd, and wherever you are around the world, please go and buy it. Go to iTunes, Amazon, CD Baby, CD Now, and a host of any of them that you can think of. Get it. What about you? What about you? Yeah. 